Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Here's the basics. You get three wishes. They must begin with rubbing the lamp and saying, I wish. Got it? Think so. Rushes. Mr. Aladdin. Yes. One wish or two or three. I can't make anybody love anybody. Or bring anybody back from the dead. Wait, never, never had a And the crowd goes wild. Disney's Aladdin. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf. And then today with me, I have Krista. Hello. And we're doing the spoilerific review of 2019 Aladdin. So if you have not seen it, pause uh, this podcast and um, you know come back when it's when you've watched it. Or if you don't care about spoilers, and continue on. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Okay, so let's get on to it. The movie starts off with um, Will Smith. And in a boat with some children and talking about another boat. Does this throw you off a little bit? Um, well, like when I first saw the boats, I was kind of like, I thought this was Aladdin. Are we are we doing are we doing the little mermaid <laughs> a little bit? But like once Will Smith showed up, I was like, Oh, I got it. I, I figured Will Smith replaced um what was in the original was like a a merchant. A merchant who is trying to sell the audience a lamp, and he's telling this story to the audience about why this lamp is special. I actually liked that it was a father telling his kids instead of um, just a random character who's not important. Um, I, I I liked that change. So yeah, the I think most people agree that that uh, original animated intro was Robin Williams voicing that actor so it was kind of the genie talking about the story in that way but it didn't make much sense so this one is a more easy kind of flow into the story where mm-hmm. it's you know a whole movie is kind of a flashback um and they sp- they specifically don't show who the mother is they show her from behind um and so like once they did that, I was like, oh, the genie is going to get a girlfriend over the course of this. Um, but because it's like pretty clear that it's like the early on that it's like the genie telling the story of his life to his kids. But there's also the possible interpretation of it's just a dad making up a story to his kids. Yeah. So let's get to the story itself. Um you know, it's it's a uh, you know the same story basically as the animated version, except some changes here and there. Um, you know, you you kind of start off with um, Jasmine in the market already. Like um, Jasmine, Jasmine and Aladdin meet way earlier in this version than they do in the animated version. And I feel like Aladdin is you know still a thief, but he has a um, much more of a sleight of hand kind of nature to him of you know tricking people and i think it's really well done for that purpose mm-hmm. um and you see that jafar actually had different people trying to get into the cave of what's it, what's it called the cave of mystery the cave of wonders 
Yeah, the cave of mystery is just something that you probably shouldn't be uh, googling. <laughs> oh God, no! The cave of wonders. So, um, yeah, and it doesn't work out for the first person, and he's trying to find out other people with Iago, which is um, okay. Let's talk about the animals real quick. We have all the animals come back from the animated movie. Iago as the parrot. We have um, Abu as the monkey, and we have. Um, What's the tiger called? I think her name is Raja. The tiger is the only one who doesn't look weird. The tiger looks fine. The parrot looks... The parrot is maybe okay. I'm not sure. The monkey is definitely weird. I I didn't mind the monkey. Um, I think the parrot looks just a little dark. Like, it doesn't look 100% natural color. It always, you know, seems to fly in the dark areas Mm -hmm. and stuff. And... Uh, overall, I wasn't had a problem with the CG animals at all. Yeah. So we get to, you know, see Agrabah and the same kind of scene where, you know, they're chasing Aladdin and Jasmine. And um, one thing that I will definitely compliment about this movie is that it looks beautiful. Yes. I, I think this movie is absolutely gorgeous, especially like whatever we get into in us either like an action scene or like a scene or like a couple of the dance scenes or like anything that like establishes a lot of their surroundings and like a lot of other characters are involved is, is really good because you get to see like all the different costumes and environments. So costuming and makeup are top notch and the set designs are excellent. Like I think they actually built Agrabah. <laughs> so it's not just a theoretical place. It's a, place they built because it really looks lived in and they did a great job with that i'm not gonna i can i think it'd be crazy to give them not give them credit we're here so you know we get the introduction of aladdin with jasmine and um you know eventually um uh, iago finds out that aladdin is um the diamond in the rough and it kind of feels like that one wasn't as there's not really any explanation for that. Yeah, the animated version, like, you know, somehow the Sultan's ring or something. I think there's like a crystal ball or something that he's using to see Aladdin or something in yeah. the original. Yeah, he uses like the Sultan's ring diamond and then that could, you know, whatever, you know, but it's something. And now this time they don't have that and they don't even have the little scene with the, the little scarab and, you know, they connect the scarab pieces to make the, you know, cave appear. It's just a cave that apparently people know about. <laughs> <laughs> well, he knew about it. I don't know if people in general knew about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I feel like having the little scarab pieces to put together and that, you know, you can only get there a certain way. It kind of had some more mystery of it. And, you know, how do you get the scarab pieces, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, apparently, you know, you have Jafar here and, you know, he's there with um, trying to get everything going. Um, We know his plan. And the Sultan here is actually a well-developed character, which is not at all what was in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the parrot was um, a voice actor that I recognized. I don't know. The parrot's like the parrot has like a parrot voice compared to in the in the animated where he just like talked like a normal person or like normal character. Um, whereas like the parrot in this talks, but like 
talks like a parrot talks in like like short sentences and like repeating things type of a parrot. And the original was paid by Gilbert Godfrey, which I actually like him as a comedian and it worked really well. And here it makes sense to why they limited the parrot talking to a very limited amount of information. You know, he could talk, but he can't like have full paragraphs, you know, of dialogue and stuff. And he is intelligent, but he's still a parrot. It's still not a super intelligent being, you know. Like he doesn't just repeat things. He will like have small conversations like like. Uh, there's a moment when Jafar says something like, like, I don't want you to say that. And he's like, sorry, master. But like, they're not complex conversations. So uh, we do get into the, the same kind of routine with Aladdin going into the cave with um, Abu. And um, the sequence here, I'm not sure if I like it as much as the original where you know, there's like a, a ruby that's falling from really high up and um, that because Abu grabs it, that's what causes the train reaction of the cave falling apart on there. Um, I, I kind of felt like the, how they did it before where they had like a totem when, and it had like a big gem there to steal was a little bit more interesting than it just so happened, you know. Especially because, like, earlier in the scene, they touched some of the gold as they're, like, climbing or whatever, and that didn't count against them, but then when he touched the ruby, it counted. Yeah, I was like, come on, guys, come on. You know, it wasn't the same. Uh, that one didn't work out well, but, you know. And the original, the carpet actually kind of helped find the um, the lamp, and... And here, Aladdin just kind of found it on his own, which I did like the exploring of the cave. I would have liked a little more of that, actually. Well, I was expecting the carpet to, like, help him fly up to the the top of that tower thing, but no, he just climbed it. I know, right? Well, it might as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we get, you know, the, the same kind of deal with uh, Jafar trying to, you know, help out. Um, now, this one, it's Jafar all the way, where before in the original cartoon, it was a guy that sneaked away, um, you know, it was a guy that was hidden to be Jafar, but now we know for sure. And I did like that instead of having, you know, like he actually like, tried to smash his hand with his foot to try to get him down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, we... You know, he's trapped in the cave, and then he rubs the the lamp, and uh, the genie comes out, and Will Smith, and um, they start talking about Will Smith as the genie. What are your thoughts? I think, like, I think eventually he grew on me. I don't know if, like, his initial introduction was entirely successful. <laughs> like, they kind of play it off that, like, there's a big number, and then it's, like, a small number, but then... They do have the big number after all, and you know they kind of play with the audience there, and I liked it. It was fine, and like yeah. that, you know, they have um, <laughs> poor... like they weren't. They, there was no like we've seen it in the trailers. There was no way they were not going to do a friend like me. <laughs> so that was kind of a weird tease to do. <laughs> yeah. Um... I was kind of thinking that, like, how they did a boo changed into, like, a monkey with a, you know, a musical. That was cute, though. That was funny. So, yeah, I, I digged it. And how they, you know, they still have uh, the genie be the genie. 
which I don't know how to really describe it. Like he still has kind of the attitude and being able to do multiple versions of him. In some ways, this genie feels like a um, both a how do I put this? It feels both like he is doing his own thing and that he's honoring the Robin Williams version at the same time. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Well, like the thing about the genie is like whenever they have musical numbers, they go all out with his powers. Uh, and whenever they, it's like normal dialogue or whatever, they kind of tone it down a lot. Whereas like in the original animated, since it was animated, they could do a lot more weird things with his powers. Whereas um, they don't do it nearly as much with the Will Smith version of the genie. It also like, I get it. Like, I kind of get why they, they did it that way. And also, like, there was never the the plot line of, like, him turning human. I actually like that plot line. Yeah, it, it was actually kind of smart in how they, you know, uh, again, Aladdin tricks a genie to get out of the cave um, and how to, how to do that. So, yeah, we get in there um, and they get out in the carpet and everything and... Um, I like how Will Smith has like very specific. Oh, your wishes have to be very specific here. You can't just tell me make a prince. And I did like that sequence. I think it's actually really clever. Yeah, I like the. Well, I could make you a prince, and he like makes a prince pop up in the background, and he's like, "Yo, where my kingdom at?" <laughs> that was funny. Um, I thought like the way Aladdin tricked. Uh, the genie in this particular one, he he actually uses the words, I wish for you to get us out of this cave. And then he's like, oh, technically it wasn't a wish because I didn't rub the lamp. I thought that was a weird thing for them to do. I don't know why they changed that from the original, which was that he just never said the words I wish. He just implied that the genie should do it, Uh, which I think that is a better version of that trick. So in the original... It was that he didn't wish it. He didn't command it. He said, oh, I don't think you have the power to get me out of this cave. Which then, oh, I'll show you my power. And then he does. And then that's a wish. It's like, no, it wasn't. I didn't wish it. I said, you know, I don't believe that you had the power to. Which I think that's a much more clever way of doing it. How they did it in the animated version. And then here, I think it was just kind of a cop out. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I really don't know why they changed that and didn't just keep it the same as it was in the animated because the animated one made more sense. Whereas like this one, he was like, even though I used the words I wish, it was not a wish, which which felt like it was like I was very skeptical about that. Like it's like at best a technicality. (laughs) So then we get the explanation of how the wishes work. And, you know, it, it made sense. Everything made sense here. I did like how they you know, did everything, or we kind of get some of that before in the cave um, with, you know, and it was kind of funny that Aladdin wasn't paying attention or was kind of confused by it, you know. He's like, he's like, he's like, what do you mean? The entire song was the instructions. Yeah, so it, I like I like the kind of rap, kind of hip-hop version of it. it. It does give it a different flavor, and it does work. And, you know, people forget that Will Smith used to be a rapper. I mean, I didn't forget. It's just not the thing that I first think of him as because he's such a prolific a- actor. But like everybody knows about about like like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air rap. Right? No, 
Well, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Yeah, it's just one of those things that before he was that, he was, um, you know, a very, very popular G-friendly rapper. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things people kind of forget. You know, imagine in like a couple years, people will forget that Ice-T was a rapper. <laughs> All right, so um, you know he talks about uh, with Jenny about being with um, Jasmine, and he's like, "Oh, I can't make you fall in love," but you know has the whole spiel. I was like, "Oh, I can make you a prince," and has the whole prince um, kind of um, the same kind of song as it was in the original. How did that scene work out for you? I think it was beautiful. I I I love the princely uh, scene um like i said there's not quite as much magic in that as there was in the original but i understand why that is and they still have it seemed like to be like a very faithful adaption of the original uh like like music sequence but somehow like more complex if that makes sense like it was slightly it felt it felt better to me in a way like it was more extravagant even though it was mostly the same thing just because it was I think it might just because of the factor that it was like live live action, and I was like, "This is a lot. This is a huge production to be able to put on. Put on like like you have like so many people involved in like the making of this, and there's so many colorful costumes, and they have like peacocks and 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 all all this. Even if like some of the animals were CG, like CG takes time. So like that was just like top notch filmmaking on that on that sequence, in my opinion." Prince Ali, fabulous. He, Ali, so um then we have like a whole scene inside of that was it really in the original animated version with aladdin talking to the sultan and there's a whole bit here with Jam, which, um, you know, I think it's, it's it's funny how really awkward it is and how it's supposed to be really kind of annoying, but, you know, how Aladdin doesn't know how to talk in front of the king and stuff. We have Jams. Jam? Jams! Yes, Jams. Yam Jams. Fig Jams. Yam Jams. And, and date Jams. Seedless. Delicious. Ex- exotic Jams. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I thought it was really funny that the genie was like, I have never been this embarrassed in like 10,000 years. That that lamp sucks, but I want to be there right now. So, um, yeah, we get to meet uh, Jasmine's. There's a whole subplot where Jasmine isn't really Jasmine. She's pretending to be her handmaid, which that was really weird because now I can't think of handmaid without thinking of Handmaid's Tale. Even though I've never seen that show, I just can't think about it. I don't know about you. What were your thoughts on like the character of Dahlia? Did you did you like her? Did you just think like she was incidental or she was fine. She was okay. Kind of basic. You know, it's a good kind of uh I think they're trying to have like a balance there where Jeannie could talk to Aladdin and and uh you know Jasmine could talk to Dahlia, but I don't think I would have liked a little bit more with her. Yeah, I think like Dahlia is like mostly used as like a comedic role, but like it it would have been nice to have like more characterization with her, more 
like especially like the romance between her and Jeannie goes by so quickly it moves so fast I would have liked to have had like more like not just like clearly these two are gonna be together and like actually have like some build up as to like why they decide to be together at the end so um we get to the the part with you know the the we the the whole dream uh, what's the the sequence with the carpet i think um you know i i want to what's the song i forget oh a whole new world really yeah yeah guys i'm i'm sick so my brain is not 100% there so i apologize oh. i thought it was like dream what are you talking about no <laughs> i have actually been learning to play a whole new world on the piano so um, I did like this whole new world. I kind of feel like this version of it didn't really go to the whole world. Yeah, there wasn't like there wasn't like any. As far as I can tell, it was just like mountain shots and stuff. Whereas like in the original, like we saw the Sphinx and stuff like that. But um, in the, um, I mean, like I I think they could have done better than they did, but I still like. So, um, you know, I, she, I like this extra scene after that where they're just kind of watching the people and, you know, on the carpet. I think that was kind of cool. And how uh, Aladdin lied, I think, was a lot better in this one than he did in the cartoon where he was like, well, you know, I was just trying to get the, around with the people and so were you. You know, I think that actually worked a little bit better in this version. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think, like, in this version, a lot of... There's, like, a lot of scenes that are actually, like, fleshed out slightly more and, like, have more dialogue to them, which I kind of like. Oh, and we have a scene here with um, Jafar and asking the Sultan to invade another area. And the other area used to be where um, the Sultan's wife was from. And, um, you know, Jafar trying to use his uh, snake staff to convince him. And, you know, the Sultan in the cartoon was just like a one bit kind of goofy character. And, um, in here it's a much more of a actual character. And, you know, I'm glad that they mentioned that the wife has died and they don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with the wife. Oh, you know? 100% Jafar killed the wife. Like it's never talked about, but he definitely killed the wife. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it kind of implies that the, uh, wife, you know, she left the castle grounds and something happened and, you know, but, you know, I think you're 100% right that Jafar killed her. Uh, we just don't know that 100% confirmation on screen or anything. But I'm happy that to hear something about the mom because the cartoon just kind of avoided that whole question altogether. Yeah, which is like partially the reason that would be the case is because, uh, like, like, Realistically speaking, he wouldn't have like he would have had multiple wives if we're talking like a sultan of 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 whatever century this is. And I should know the history more than I do. But <laughs> so that's a good question. We kind of all right. It's supposed to be Arabian Nights and Arabia. We have a very very distinct area where that would be, which is Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Iran. That area is you know in the ancient times was considered arabia the whole area but the movie has a real 
Bollywood kind of feel with the dancing numbers and the big colorful sets and stuff. And, you know, India and Pakistan are very different areas mm -hmm. than, you know, Saudi yeah. Arabia. And Agrabah is just a made up place. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but it's based off of like a location that technically exists in the real world. So it's kind of like, kind of fantasy, kind of real. It's like a gray area. Yeah, like we don't. Um, they actually show a map a couple once here where they're trying to explain where you know the Alibaba area is, and I kind of would have wanted to freeze frame that to see if there's actually any real life connections here, <laughs> because that would have been really nice to know you know where it is if it's like near Iraq or if it's near you know you know I don't know if it's like in Africa. You know, it could be a lot of different places. Um, it might be like Persia or like the Ottoman Empire or something like that. We don't really know. Because Persia used to be Iran, right? I think so, yeah. And we all know what happened in Constantinople. Istanbul is Constantinople. Insta yeah um okay let's get back to the movie <laughs> um so we got the wishes done and they try to kill aladdin and the way they can kill him i thought worked um i actually liked that the cartoon had a um or the cartoon version had a ball and chain onto him and here he was just thrown into the chair and thrown off so mm -hmm. um, it, it, like, it, it seemed like there was like, a weight to him being in the original or here. He could have just gone up if he wanted to. I, I didn't really see that. Did you catch that? Why he couldn't? Why he said? I mean, his arms were tied, I think. But like he probably could have. I think his arms were tied to the chair or something. So it would be difficult to swim. But um, I really love the shot. Like we have this like really slow motion shot of like him falling through the air with the chair spinning. And I actually really like that shot. And the genie comes out. And I think that how they handled this was a little bit better than how they did it in the cartoon with um, him kind of forging his name on a thing and then it backdate, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to backdate this so that way you're safe and uh, we could uh, go ahead and rescue you, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I feel like if it had just been that one by itself, I wouldn't have been so annoyed with the changes they made to the wishes. But like because it came after the other one where it was like, I wish, but I don't wish technicality, um, I was just kind of annoyed with it. <laughs> yeah, um, they really make it seem like you have to have the three things like you can't just rub it and then later on oh i wish this you have to rub it and say it at the same time you know it's like okay okay i get it you have to really hard the rules here but it really feels like they're doing it too hard um but like oh we also got a, a dance number here which i kind of forgot to mention which i liked um again kind of felt like it was bollywood but it, it was fun it was good really well choreographed mm -hmm. yeah i i think like the 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 like the sequence of like like the genie like making Aladdin dance that was funny, um, but like like the actor who plays Aladdin is actually like a genuinely good dancer to be able to do all that stuff. Um, like there's like a part where he basically break dances and like does a backflip and a bunch of stuff. It was it was it was cool. 
Now, it was a little bit weird that um, how they did it where he was like, oh, now we're going to dance. I was like, what? <laughs> how is that? You know, it just seemed really abrupt. Like, it was like, oh, we have this really elaborate staged dance coming soon, and it just, we have to get to it. You know, and it just like, it didn't seem like a, you know, it was going to be the, the party one and then dance two. It just kind of, you know what I'm saying? That kind of seemed a little bit forced, the dancing. It was cool, but it was just like not, I don't know. Hmm. I think, like, the impression that I got from that, well, see, like, I don't know about, like, in, in like, um, like, the Middle East area, but in the, the, like, in Europe during that time period, there was definitely, like, a lot of, um, within, uh, like, upper, upper class people, there was, like, a lot of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? choreography to like social interaction and performance surrounding the social interaction um where like you know all these all all the upper class people would have to know all these steps because it's like part of society that you know know these steps but a lower class person like aladdin wouldn't know these steps so that's part of the thing like he has to impress people by knowing these steps he doesn't know fair enough so, um, you know, we get here where eventually Jafar does get the lamp and then, you know, he has the same wishes as before and um, and they don't have the same kind of peril that they did with Jasmine in the hourglass. They just kind of hold them up in the air where he's like, oh, I'm going to be Sultan. And then we have a new song here, right? He doesn't do that with Jasmine, but he does like almost choke the Sultan and uh, her her. Uh, Dahlia handmaid um, in order to like basically force her into into marrying him uh, which was an interesting choice yeah we're kind of skipping around here we're not going to 100% we're not in order at all we've 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 lost all sample into the order well, it's a pretty decent outline <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not here to tell you every single plot point. Just kind of go over the over everything. So, but yeah, there's a there's two new songs here. Um, I didn't like either one of them. What do you think of them? Oh, really? I liked them both. I actually liked them both. I didn't like the auto tuning on them, but like I liked the lyrics and I liked the sentiment behind them. Like the whole speechless thing. I was like, oh, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> She's just like snapping people and like baking them to dust, and then it was all a dream. And then she decides to do it after all. I was just kind of lost. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like it's like her internal motivation of why she speaks up. She's used to always being, like, she's also used to always being seen and not heard. She's used to always being told to shut up and listen, and 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 all this stuff that that like is like has historically been an issue and to some extent is still an issue with women. And she's like, this is like her internal monologue motivation of like her going, no, I'm done. And she speaks up and she actually changes minds by speaking up. Okay. Well, I, I it, it didn't do anything for me, but um, it sounds good for you, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm sick. I'm sorry. I'm trying to, to record. It's fine. Yeah. All right, so yeah, um, I think how they tricked Jafar 
to be the most powerful being in the universe. To you know, how they had gray area there where he didn't specifically say to be a genie. It was cool. Yeah, he's like that. Wish has a lot of gray area. I actually like that. Yeah, especially because that was kind of a callback earlier in the in when he was explaining the wishes to Aladdin, and he's like, "There's a lot of gray area that wish," and he makes a prince. That it's kind of a callback to that scene. So the fact that they they use gray area multiple times is is nice. Yeah, and. Um... I do like how they kind of resolved everything tightly, but I wasn't sure about the genie becoming a human. I was like, wait, I thought he would just have powers and just not be a genie. You know, what'd you think of that? Mm -hmm. Well, see, like in the original, they didn't, they didn't have that at all. Um, They just had, you know, the genie was free, but he was still basically a genie. He still had powers. And he has this line of, he's like, I'm going to Disney world or whatever. And he's got, you know, a lot of cheeky lines. Whereas, like, in this version, he becomes a human when he's free, which it kind of makes sense based off of what the way they did Jafar's wish is, like, by Jafar becoming powerful, he also has to be uh, trapped. So, like, the reverse with with uh, the genie is, like, if you want to be free, you have to give up your powers. I like that, that uh, dichotomy or juxtaposition there yeah um and then a genie does go with adalia and um you know that basically concludes that story we do get like a, a fun little scene with um yeah you do see aladdin and jasmine get married on screen which um was not in the original and like, it happened like in the third movie or something <laughs> i don't know yeah it takes like three movies for them to get married it's ridiculous there's like whole plots of like Jafar coming back from the Cave of Wonders somehow. I forget how that happens. And like Jafar is trying to like keep them from getting married. And like we have like Aladdin's father get involved somehow and like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I have never seen the two um, Aladdin animated sequels or the, I think the TV show may have seen a little bit of it, but I don't remember it very fondly. But yeah, there's a whole thing with, um, you know, Jafar and coming back and, you know, Aladdin's father being a, th- a thief, and yeah, it, it, they just kind of cut uh, most of that and just say, "All right, Aladdin and Jasmine are married," and then Jasmine is the Sultan. I actually love that change. Where, like in the original, it was like um, the in the original, the way they resolved it was that the Sultan was like, "I'm Sultan, so I can change the law and say whoever you you can marry, and I can say you can marry whoever you want." Um, Whereas in this version, it was like, Jasmine, you can be the next sultan and you can change the laws, which I thought was, I like, I really like that change, like how they made Jasmine a more active character in the plot and a more proactive feminist character, I guess. Well, I think people may have forgotten that she was a feminist character in the original too, you know, so I don't think, I don't think that she was, I think... People just may have forgotten that, but she was pretty proactive, and she actually said, I'm not a prize to be won in the original, which yeah. I think a lot of people probably forgot that was in there. But that's a huge scene. It's well-delivered, and, you know, that's how her character is. So, you know, I, I think she's always been that way. I, that That is a good point. That is a good point. I think it's just, like, a kind of like a progression of, like, at the time, that was the feminist message of, like, I'm not a prize to be won. And now it's like, 
now the feminist message is, is women can do anything men can type of a thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the movie wraps with them being married. And I did like that the genie did offer, oh, I could just go back and change the the constitution. And then that way, you know, the law doesn't exist. It's like, yes, that would have been the best way of doing this. That was funny. That was funny, actually. He's like, I can get rid of the law. <laughs> yes. Wonder why nobody thought of this earlier. So yeah, we get to the ending again, where it goes back, circles back around with uh, Genie, which I don't think we ever get a character name for him in human form, um, and with Dahlia and their two kids, and um, yeah, it, it's fun. Um, so I guess Genie's just a regular human and could have kids and stuff now, and you know he just remembers everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. In some ways, I appreciate the freedom of the genie here, but I also kind of feel it's sad that he, like, doesn't have any powers at all now. It doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you said the auto-tuning songs were kind of annoying, and I agree with you. I kind of felt like the songs, you know, you got some new stuff in here. You got the old stuff. Um, they didn't put the, you know, um, How Savage in the intro song. Where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face. It's barbaric, but hey, it's home. Which I think is totally legit to take that out, you know. Um, with it, mm-hmm. where like the intro song is like, oh, you know, it's all savage, but that's home, you know. It, it it's not, it's it's wrong. Yeah. Well, I think they actually changed it like at a different. Like there was a re-release of the original movie where they changed the lyrics of the of the song because they realized how messed up those lyrics were, or they got backlash for it, or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm hearing about that. Yeah. What I was gonna say, <laughs> um, they're they're missing. There is one reprise they're missing, which is from the original. There is a reprise where Jafar sings Prince Ali, but he like reverses the 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 lyrics, so it's like you've used a character's theme song against them, basically, which is, which is like, one of the best examples of that. So Ali turns out to be merely a Just come, need I go on, take it from me. His personality flaws give me adequate cures to send him packing on a one-way trip so his prospects take a terminal dip. His assets frozen. The venue chosen is the ends of the earth. But they didn't use it in this one, which, like, I guess that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> so um, you really enjoyed it. I kind of feel like it, it just kind of fell flat for me. I don't know why. It just did not resonate. Like, I thought everything was fine. The, the production is great. The, you know, the, the visuals are great. The choreography is great. The makeup is great. You know, all those things, are all the, all the key components are here. It just fell flat. It felt like... I don't know. Maybe I'm too easy to please. I don't know. Like, I definitely went in expecting to have the same reaction you did. I I went in to, like... like I think we have the reverse opinion of, of Beauty and the Beast. Because I think you said before you really liked Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I love that movie. I love the remake. I did not care for the remake that much. I, 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 I didn't... I was like... I thought it was fine. I was like, this is... 
the same story. What's the deal? <laughs> but even though that's technically true for Aladdin, I, I, I don't feel the same way, which I I don't know why. It's fine. It's fine. You know, uh, we're going to disagree. Um, you know, I still like it. I, 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 you know, if people say, do you recommend this? And it's like, yeah, it's fine. It's for me, it's like a rental. It's a good rental. But for other people, you know, if you want to go to a family thing, you know, it might be a fun family thing for Memorial Day weekend or or something. And I imagine this being a big hit in Bollywood and India and, you know, uh, overseas. I don't know. It, it didn't connect with me. But, you know, just in case anyone didn't listen to the spoiler free version, I'm giving this a six. Uh, Krista, what do you give it? I give it an eight out of ten. All right. Is there anything else you want to mention about this or is that it? They didn't whitewash the cast, which is like a major, like, like if they had whitewashed the cast, it would have been a disaster, like a PR disaster for them. Oh, yeah. I I definitely agree there that if they would have had just some, you know, if it would not would have been authentically, you know, tanned people. um, I don't know if the descent of Aladdin and Jasmine and Jafar or, you know, if they're you know, Middle Eastern descended, but they do look the part. It does work, you know, visually there. It does look authentic. Like, it does look like it could exist. And yeah, I'm glad they did that. So that definitely works in its favor. Um, and Will Smith is fine. The CGM genie, by the way, is totally fine in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really have a problem with most of the CG. Like, in the trailers and stuff, it didn't look good. But in the actual final version... I'm fine with everything here, you know, so it worked out. Um, So I guess that's basically it for this podcast. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now we have a one patron, which is David from Spain. And I want to thank you for your financial support. All right. So that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon and the link is in the description. Uh, Thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.